Chapter seventy four of I, Mary MacLean, by Mary MacLean. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter seventy four. A right shape and size. Tomorrow. Sometimes I fancy me married, a responsible wife, a housekeeping matron, with my window sills full of potted plants. I have a woman quality which seems uxoresque. I am some way a right shape and size to be somebody's wife. My bodily and astral dimensions have outlines apparently suitable for something in the married woman way. The wild piquance of being myself, who, but for extreme saneness, would be mad, rises up and smashes that concept. But being a right shape and size, I involuntarily imagine it. Fleetingly, I imagine a flat in the West Seventies in New York, or a bungalow on the Jersey side, or a middle-sized house in a middle-sized town in Middle West Illinois, whichever might happen, with me set maridly down in the midst of it like a suitable maggot in a suitable nut. Suitableness, diametrically opposed to romance, is its keynote. I fancy me walking about my married house mornings after breakfast in a neat linen dress and high-heeled satin slippers, snipping dead leaves off my window-sill plants, dusting bits of porcelain, giving my maid some tame household directions. My body looks slender and supple and newly married and in the drawing in the linen-house dress. The geometric gods regard me with immense satisfaction as being an exact proven theorem. I go to the telephone to order some little neck clams and some vermouth cocktails for dinner and a roast and some Brussels sprouts and the assemblings of a salad and in it I am ingrainedly domestic, dreadfully useful, a strong pillar of the vast good nice world. Afternoons I go out to a modiste to fit a gown or to a mild bridge party along with other suitable women or to a matinee with a suitable neighbor Everything is perfectly right in my insides and in my thoughts My thoughts run in little troughs in which there is no leakage or deviation Thoughts of a dreadful niceness thoughts which ever presuppose potted plants on my window sills Evenings I go out with my husband or sit around with my husband or take leave of him for a few hours at the hall door My husband would be the sort of man that is called a good scout And he would have married me not for my wistfulness or wickedness or weirdness But for that I am a proper shape and size With a smooth proper covering of flesh to make a suitable sizable wife and he will be a heavy grappling anchor to hold me fast in an ocean of domesticness Men of the genus good scout are all fiercely alike all women no matter what their genus are exceptions to the rule But men rich men poor men beggar men thieves So only they are good scouts are of marvelous sameness It comes from the want of minute lifelong pinpricking care of petticoats and potted plants a detailed intensely personal sort of pain which touches dull solid tones of individuality with vivid various spots of color 
Men are made in job lots like their own cravats. Their cravats will differ in texture and color and quality and price, but each one is innately necktie. Use it as a garter or a tourniquet or a strangler's noose. It still is a man's deadly necktie. Its use may be ruined, but its necktique is deathless. Except poets and perhaps scientists, men are themselves like that. They cannot get away from the Adam, nor can women get away from the Eve, but Eve was not a type, but a somewhat pleasant human ensemble. While Adam was a type, and a sufficiently nasty one, a rotter and a welsher, doubtless the good scout type of his day. The good scout is the sort of man who, if a woman trusts him with one one-hundredth of her heart, will take the whole heart and twist and batter it, and read the paper and smoke his pipe and pay the bills, serenely unaware. Which is beside the point in this, for in this image all my marriedness is a thing of outer shape and size and suitableness. The odd but natural sequence is that I make an excellent wife. Excellent is the word. I keep a neat house with no dust left in the corners and no dead leaves on the potted plants My husband is well looked after as to breakfasts and dinners and bodily comfort and I am rigidly square with him and Chastely true to him if some dinner time as I sit opposite him in a soft pretty chiffon gown my secret thoughts overflow their troughs and I passionately forget the potted plants and the window sills and want horribly to rise up and bloodily murder my husband for being such a good scout that would be a genuinely powerless matter a cobweb trifle compared with my actual potent shape and size which are so suitable for a wife i make truly and simply an excellent wife by god and my soul and bones it would be honester finer sweeter more comfortable to be the dirty beggar woman in the wet slippery streets but it's facilely fancied because i am of right dimensions to be some good scout's wife a curious subtly pitfalled world in it my shape and size and my weight which is also right could betray me into being an excellent wife and by that a lying chattel an inexpressibly damaged woman end of chapter seventy four